Hey y'all, welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward, whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom stage starts now. Hey guys, I hope you're having a wonderful week. Well, me, I'm just sitting here trying to figure out if 2020 is going to leave or not. I just sat and rejoiced on last week's episode about how we were all so excited about the kids finally being back in school after almost a year of homeschooling. Well, just like I kind of expected with all the holiday travel and all COVID, numbers have gone crazy after the holiday break. So something like, I don't know, 125 of the staff and public school employees now have COVID and I guess are being quarantined. I don't know if students got it. I don't think so because the school didn't like, they didn't say anything about like, you know, a a mass amount of students or anything getting COVID. So I think it was mainly uh, a large amount of workers, but students, you know, obviously were around those workers. So everyone is home quarantining for this week. I don't know how long those people that did have COVID were quarantining uh, before, you know, beforehand or what. They didn't really like go into super, super detail yet, but I'm sure we'll we'll get the scoop here in the next couple of days. But instead of waiting the extra two weeks, like I said, all the schools should have done to give people time to kind of, you know, get it together. They were like, nah, an extra two days should be fine. Send them back to school. So us parents are back here once again homeschooling for the week hopefully it won't be too long i'm trying to you know turn negatives into positives so i will say at least it was caught now and we can stay optimistic that it won't be too long they started closing schools and our county is back to digital learning this week so more time together i don't know hopefully it's not another long haul shutdown Sorry, UK friends. I know you guys have your three-month shutdown right now, which sucks. But honestly, America is right on their way to another shutdown. I just, we just can't get it together. Anyway, let's get into this episode because we all know I can get chatty. So welcome back to the podcast, y'all. Happy hump day if you're listening on a Wednesday. Happy weekday or weekend, whichever it is for you. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. You know what's up. Anyway, on today's episode, we're going to talk about the 100 Things Challenge, the book, and how I'm using it to change my life and take this year and, you know, kind of declutter, de-stress, regroup, actually enjoy the things that I buy 
and stop so much stop stress shopping period not so much just don't stress shop anymore because i'm real good at that and i want to make sure that i'm buying things that i actually need or will actually use so what's the 100 things challenge you say actually it's a book called the 100 things challenge by dave bruno it's not as simple as just getting rid of stuff and living with a lot less it's about it's more so about like breaking the mindset of thinking that buying things will make you happy It might in the short term, but it won't in the long run, you know, that kind of thing. So Dave Bruno, his take was he whittled all of his belongings down to 100 things or like right under 100 things, I believe. And he was refraining from buying anything for the sake of buying it. He let go of the need to shop. So for me, I do want to let go of the need to shop. I don't want to shop because you know, I'm stressed. I'm really good at that. Stress shopping is a thing that I have been doing for years. Anytime I'm stressed or there's something big coming up or whatever, I start to just like buy things unnecessarily. Anytime I'm stressed or upset, I'll just start like buying stuff. And like half the time I I don't need it or I end up not even liking it when I get home. It's just, it's crazy. So that's basically what the 100 things challenge is. Like the book itself isn't just, you know, get rid of 100 things and you'll feel better. Like, no, he really, Dave Bruno really went deep with it, with his decluttering and all of that. But for me, I'm using it more so to downsize, obviously, and declutter. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, I can live with only 100. No, I can't. I'm not even going to, you know, pretend that that's me because it's not. But I I do want to get rid of a bunch of stuff. And I did actually start to donate to more. I don't want to take away from anyone's like, you know, charity or whatever. But I don't like giving things to Goodwill because I feel like Goodwill takes them and sells them for more than they should. Half the time they are like store prices sometimes in there. I'm like, who's marking these prices? But anyway, I and then a majority of the money doesn't go you know, to who it needs to go to. So I stopped donating to Goodwill and I started donating to battered men, women and children shelters and, uh, you know, foster homes, just different places where I know that the things that I'm donating are actually being utilized and given to people who actually need them. And they're not having to, you know, spend their last to get things. So I did Actually, I want to say I got rid of 2000 things last year, give or take. I didn't like can I didn't continuously count. I stopped counting after a while. But yeah, I gave away a bunch of stuff last year. And this year I want to continue to do the same. This year I'm working on that attic because I know I have way too much stuff up there. Unnecessary. That's just literally sitting there. I know that I have stuff in my room that I don't use or need or touch. There's things in my closet I have not literally put on for two years or more. So yeah, it's basically just me trying to declutter my life. And honestly, when you have a less cluttered space and living area, you have, you just feel better. Like in general, mind wise, your brain is less cluttered. It's just, it's better all around. So how am I using it? Basically, it's more like a thousand things for me, but the original concept is much different, obviously. 
I'm using it to help downsize everything in my house, to declutter, start being more mindful of what I'm buying. I'm going to still shop, obviously, but I'm working on my stress shopping, like I said, and just not being excessive with the things that I'm purchasing. I'm also not going to be buying coffee anymore in the mornings unless I'm like going somewhere or, you know, it's like a meeting or I'm meeting a friend for coffee. I'm just trying to spend less money and I don't want to keep buying things unnecessarily. And I mean, obviously my coffee addiction was something that was unnecessary because I have a full on coffee maker at my house. So that's what I'm working on with that. And I mean, with minimalism becoming more and more popular and people wanting to have less clutter and save money and they're taking pages from Marie Kondo and Dave Bruno's books, it's become like a widely popular thing for minimalism and decluttering, which I mean is good. You know, it's kind of, especially with COVID, I feel like People were able to be in their homes and kind of look at what it was that they were buying, what they already had, what they didn't need, what they didn't want, what they didn't even use. So, I mean, it's been good in some ways to kind of show you your excess. Do you love reading but also don't have the time? If you're like me and you have 9,000 other things to do and you're also bogged down with homeschool at the moment, I'm pretty sure you don't have the time to sit back and crack open a good book. For the days I can't practice self-care and sit back with a glass of wine and a good book and relax like we all would love to do, I go to Audible. I've been listening to books on Audible for the last four years and it's literally so golden for when I don't have time to sit down and read a physical book. I love that physical book feeling and smell. I'm just, I'm a reader. But when I can't do that, Audible's been there to step in and still continue to give me the books that I need to read. From learning something new, reading a self-help book, or just listening to a good story, Audible has been there, and the last four years have been great. This year, I've already checked off four books on my list for the year, because, I mean, it's so easy. I listen when I'm at work, I listen when I'm cleaning, when I'm driving in the car, or on long trips, train, plane, automobile, Audible's got you. So if you want to try Audible and get started on your book list, then click the link in the show notes and try out Audible today. When you sign up, you get your first book for free. So now's the time to get started on that book list without compromising any precious to-do list time. Trust me, try Audible out and thank me later. Now back to the show. Now don't get excited. I'm not going to whittle down all my belongings to nothing or jump to living off the grid (laughs) but basically you're supposed to take one thing every day to trash donate or give away for me I've just been like donating it all or giving it away I I mean I've like you know the obvious stuff trash the letters and papers and things that you haven't touched or needed in over a year I always for paperwork and anything like that old bills all that if it's been I always go to, like, I put it in a six-month pile, and then once it hits that year mark, I just get rid of it. Um, I know that if it, you know, if it's important, I'll usually scan it into my computer or something just to, like, have it, but to be less cluttered with, like, paper and all that, I've been trying to be more mindful of being paperless, so I use my iPad for a lot of my notes, journaling, my planner is digital, like all of that. So I'm really just trying to be 
a little more conscious of my carbon footprint, if you will. My whole goal with this is to save money and downsize and just, you know, put my money towards things that I need. Make sure that I'm being mindful of what I'm bringing into my home. I don't I want my home to be comfortable and inviting and relaxing. And when you have an abundance of clutter or you just keep adding things, it makes your life more chaotic, even when you don't realize it right away. So I would just encourage everyone to try and downsize and declutter both your homes and your minds. And you let's use 2021 as a year of mindfulness and focusing on manifesting the life that we want. That's kind of what I'm all about this year. Definitely trying to be more mindful, more positive, just really change, you know, change for the better. You want your life to change. So anyway, reasons for decluttering and simplifying your life are you feel less anxious. Obviously, when you don't have a bunch of stuff around you, you're not as anxious and overwhelmed with cleaning and organizing and all of that. You intentionally decide what's important. So it makes you take a step back and really think like, do I need this? Am I going to wear it or use it or whatever? You know, just to kind of help you not spend so much money when you go to Target. (laughs) You stop buying duplicates. I cannot tell you how many times I have purchased something and then gotten home and later on been like, oh, I already have that. Oh, I already have that color. Like, I've done it so many times and that just comes with buying in excess. Like you start buying so much stuff that you don't even realize what you already have. So when you're at the store and you're seeing stuff, you're discovering things you already got in your closet. You also stop, like I said, buying things you don't need. So like duplicates or you don't need that sweater. You know, you're not going to wear it. You don't need that dress. You're not going to go to the club anytime soon. I mean, I certainly hope not. I don't even know how many breaks I've taken from recording this and homeschool has literally just started for the week. Y'all pray for me. Anyway, as I was saying, you'll have more fun and gain more energy because you'll be less worried about the things that you're buying or what you don't have or cleaning. I don't know how much time could be saved if you had less crap to clean. Like for me anyway, bless you, Brooklyn. That's my dog because she likes to follow me literally everywhere. I can't tell you the countless times I've gone into my cabinets or in my office or wherever and there's been expired makeup, expired medicine in the cabinets, clothes that I haven't worn in like a year or more. Some of them with still still with tags on them. Like it's time for me to start clearing out the unnecessary. I feel like I have so many clothing items that I haven't even touched in well over a year, but there's always that, well, maybe, or what if, or maybe I'll wear it that one time when realistically it's more li- more than likely never going to get worn again. And I just need to start realizing that. I'm sure you noticed this episode is going to be a lot shorter than most of my episodes, but y'all this week is about to run my schedule crazy because the off days that I normally have and the time I have to work at home (laughs) is now being bombarded with homeschool again but like I said we're sticking to the positive right so anyway let's recap on some things you can do to just kind of declutter participate in the challenge even if you're not trying to 
you know, obviously give away all of your belongings or live an extremely minimalistic life because I, I feel like the 100 things challenge as a whole by Dave Bruno is a extreme take on minimalism, but that, you know, I mean, some people love that. Some people find great joy in that. And like Marie Kondo says, if it brings you joy, keep it. If it doesn't get rid of it. Right. So, you know, if that's the route you want to take, then definitely go that route. I highly suggest getting the book and reading it, even if you're like me and you don't plan on whittling all of your belongings down to, you know, just 100 things or just under 100 things. It's still a great book to read. It still has great points and will really help anyone, I feel, that's on a journey to just have less stuff. Americans have too much stuff. (laughs) But anyway, some things you can do to declutter. You can donate. You can give stuff to someone uh, in need or just in general, family, friends, sister, brother, whatever. And I mean, that can also be a great way for things that you're not necessarily ready to fully part with, but need them out of your space give that shirt or that dress to your sister or your friend or your cousin or whatever have them hold it or you know give it to them and see if you even think about it and if not be like girl if you like it keep it if not donate it you know what I mean like just find ways to declutter de-stress I've actually donated a lot of stuff more than once to people on Facebook and mom groups you can sell things online I Everyone knows you can make money selling your items online, eBay, Poshmark, all the things like there's literally many options for decluttering your space and just stop buying things you don't need. (laughs) I have to work on that as well. So, you know, we're all going to work on this together. This podcast is for all of us to work on our dreams and goals and manifestations together, y'all. So we're going to go through this journey together. So I will... I'll be updating here and there on how I'm doing with donating, decluttering, and all the things. Well, that's the episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Just with everything else I've got going on, it's been a lot harder to try and finish my batch recording. Head over to the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram. Please give me a follow there. Share it with your friends, your neighbors, that cute girl at the gym, or your husband. You can also donate to the podcast through Buy Me a Coffee. There is a Buy Me a Coffee link both in the show notes and on the awkwardmomstage.com. While I love doing this show, it's definitely a passion project for now, so it's free. This podcast will always be free, by the way. I'll never charge. You'll never have to pay to listen to this podcast, but your donations will help me with behind the scenes hosting and editing costs. And I can continue to develop something special that I have in the works for you guys and some giveaways. So please, if you can donate to the pod, that would be so awesome. If you can't donate, please, please help me out by leaving me a rate and review on iTunes or simply screenshot this episode, share and tag it on your Instagram story. Tag me at the Awkward Mom stage and I will reshare it. And I'll also shout you out on the podcast. That would mean so much to me. And I hope you guys are having a beautiful Wednesday. I hope you have an amazing week. 
or weekend, whatever day it is for you. And as always, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye guys. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola.